Hello and welcome to our podcast. My name is Caleb Paris, and this is my beautiful wife. Ian Paris. <laughs> I don't know. And yes, I am beautiful. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we're talking. Uh, we decided to start off our podcast with a little bit of pillow talk because we are brand new parents. This is usually around the time that we're finally settling down um, from a busy day where we haven't had enough time to like talk to each other. We catch up on our day. We talk about what expectations are for the week. And mostly we just really talk about all the cute things that our son did throughout the day. What can people expect this podcast to be about? I just want to do life with you guys. I want to develop like a genuine connection with those that are listening to us and to kind of begin a conversation back and forth about life, about raising kids, just about what's going on in life in general. What are you wanting out of this? Yeah, I mean, I see our friends and family listening to this and... um, Hopefully they'll listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, this is a great opportunity for us to talk about all kinds of relationships for our single friends. I'd love to interview them and they can talk about dating relationships to bring on other married couples and hear from their perspective. Maybe people who've been married a lot longer than us, maybe newlyweds. True. Um, But I guess maybe we should tell them a little bit about how... We got started, how we met, how long we've been married. Yeah, so the story of how we met. We met for the very first time at a Lincoln Christian football game. We had mutual friends and ended up sitting near each other and were introduced to each other through those friends. That was the very first time we met and we kind of got to know each other through that same group of friends just hanging out and going to like hangouts and parties and stuff like that together. Okay, so my perspective on that was that I had just started going to a brand new church. I didn't really have a lot of friends there, but I did have a girlfriend or two that attended and I decided to join Link and I kept getting text messages on a Friday night and they're like, hey, Ian, come out to this like football game. And I was like, a heck to the no. I don't really do football. I don't know much about football. I was a band kid back in the day. So I just know a little bit of football from that. But otherwise, I just, yeah, I was like, I don't know what I would do. And they were just like, oh, just come out, like have fun. So I decided to go out and I ended up being up in the stands and I noticed that there was a guy in front of me, like sitting in the bleachers in front of me. And I remember that he turned around and I'm not even, I'm not even exaggerating. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, he is so beautiful. He had like a beautiful smile and, um, I immediately was like attracted to him. Um, I just didn't know how I was going to get this guy to talk to me. And I soon found out he had a girlfriend. So. Well, she was sitting right next to me. Okay. (laughs) But let me just, let me just set this record straight. She wasn't sitting next to him when I first laid my eyes upon him. When I first noticed Caleb, he was sitting at the bleachers by himself. So in my mind, I thought, you know, the friendly thing to do is to get to know this person, keep him company, (laughs) you know, just be friendly. It wasn't until later on that, yes, I found out that he did have a girlfriend. So yeah, so that was kind of the, how I met Caleb. No, we didn't talk and we didn't even exchange numbers because of course he had a girlfriend. Wasn't that kind of person, but that's how, that's no, how I met you. Yeah, we we didn't even become friends on Facebook until after that relationship was over my, with that girlfriend. Um, 
So, I mean, yeah, when we started out just friends, we were, we, yeah, we had the same friends group. We all hung out and it was super fun. And all of our friends volunteered together at the same church. So it just kind of happened naturally, mm-hmm. kind of. Well, so we started like, you know how it is, you just start kind of, oh, let's hang out after the group event and let's go get something to eat or a snack or something. And then, oh, hey, we're both going to this thing. Let's ride together. Yeah. And then you remember better than I do, but I invited you to a wedding. Is that kind of like our first one-on-one? Yes. We had been talking on the phone for a couple of months. I want to say like we really got to know each other by volunteering at church, but also having like phone calls. And yeah, you called me one day and you were like, hey, I just want to let you know that I'm going to a friend wedding would you like to go with me and he was very cautious about making it sound like I'm going to a friend's wedding do you want to be the friend that goes to this wedding with me and I have to admit it I was such a girl that I was like oh this is a date he just asked me on a date what should I wear on this date like in my mind I was automatically like here's a cute guy asking me to a wedding because automatically I assumed if you invite a girl out to a wedding with you that is a date right or am i am i wrong on this one (laughs) yeah don't ask me (laughs) (laughs) so there was a little bit of confusion there but i did attend how many weddings do you think we went together when we first started talking yeah we went to a lot of weddings yeah there were quite a bit good good handful and thankfully all those couples are they're still going strong so (laughs) good job guys as far as we know that was yeah that was nine years ago so you guys are awesome was it Um, nine years ago it was nine years ago okay isn't wow. that crazy? Yeah. But yeah, so that's kind of how we started. Ooh, I also have to thank my uncle. That Christmas before I met Caleb, I received like $50 worth of gift cards to the AMC. Movie. I'm not even kidding. The movie like, theater, yeah. Yes, the movie theater. This is your Uncle Ruben. This is my Uncle Ruben. Shout He's, out to Uncle Ruben. Yeah, what he, a great guy. He is an awesome guy. But I remember just being like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with all this money to a movie well, theater? It was great because you. <laughs> You just paid for all of our dates. I did. I did. Which I don't recommend. <laughs> Ladies, if you're out there listening and you're like, but how do I get a date? I will tell you that the fastest route is to say, I will take you to every single Marvel movie <laughs> that comes out for the next 10 but years. But I, I did drive and I did pay for like dinner. Yes. And it was like always that. really, yes, you always like open doors and like... You were always really sweet well, and loving. and that kind of was... Caused a dilemma because yeah. it was weird because technically I was paying for these movies and he was inviting me out to weddings and he was like taking me out to dinner and opening up doors and doing all the things that you expect that a guy who likes you and wants to pursue you in a relationship would do. However, he wasn't saying the words which were, do you want to be my girlfriend? He wasn't even hinting at them. In fact, he was kind of telling me the opposite. Well... I don't know if I would say that. You were saying, actually, do you want me to say what you were saying? Well, say it, then I'll just cut it if you don't like it. You were saying, don't talk to me. I might hurt you. Oh. Um, Stay away from me. I'm trouble. I have it on Facebook. It's on Facebook messages. I can scroll all the way back. Was I wrong? No. (laughs) You You weren't wrong, but here we are. Five years married, so. Yeah. Well, and so, yeah, DTR to find the relationship, that was something. 
We struggled. (laughs) We should have done that. We didn't do it. My mindset, my perspective was, here's this beautiful girl. We get along really well. Um, I love spending time with her. Let's kind of see where this goes. And for, you know, several weeks and months, it was just like, wow, you know, this is a lot of fun getting to know Yennefer. But from your perspective, it was like, is he really into me? Is he just kind of thinking this is nothing and we're totally friends? Like, can I talk about this to people? Yes. Am I going to look like the crazy girl that's chasing Kayla? And not only that, but there were girls messaging me on Facebook and telling me, Yen, do not date Caleb. He will hurt you. He hurt so-and-so. He did this to so-and-so. And And I remember thinking, what? (laughs) And looking back now, I'm like, wow, you really, um, really dismissed all those like 10 (laughs) red flags that were boldly like placed in front of you. Because in front of me, Caleb was just a complete like gentleman. He was like super nice, but he was really lacking in the whole hey, like, where are we going with this relationship? Yeah, yeah, I think I was so ignorant to, you know, having that kind of a conversation with a girl. I didn't know how to do that and that that was something that needed to be done. And there there were so many just awesome girls that I had gotten to know before I met Yin and yeah. similar things there happened. Were. Where, <laughs> there were many. I mean, not like crazy amount, but just several girls were... I was interested in them or um, wanted to kind of like them or whatever it was. And I didn't ever really put it into words what, what my intentions were, my what my feelings were. And we would just kind of hang out and maybe go on out and do things that were like dates. And if it ever got to the point where I was like, you know, I don't know, I don't really see us having a future together, then I would kind of end up, you know, letting them know maybe this isn't going to work out. And it just never ended well. It just felt like they felt like I was stringing them along or, or whatever, because I was never clear from the beginning, like... Like, hey, I'm interested in you. Let's go on some dates and see where this goes. Like, I want to take you on a date. Like, I was never that I never made that clear. And it was just like friends ish or more than friends. And it was always confusing for mm-hmm. for everyone. Yeah. And it was kind of tough for me because in previous relationships, I either committed too quickly or I made a lot of mistakes. Like I've made a lot of mistakes in relationships. And so here was like really, truly trying to date someone the correct way, getting to know them, not trying to get ahead of myself, but genuinely caring about him. But also I cared about these girls that were coming forward and sharing their experiences. And I wanted to, you know, I wanted to listen to them and make them feel like I do care. Like, I'm so sorry that happened. Plus, these were awesome girls. Like, these were really top-notch ladies. And I just love them. And I'm still friends with them. But yeah, it was just kind of difficult because I didn't know how to handle the situation. So I feel like we both had to, like, pray a lot (laughs) when it came to our relationship. Yeah, and grow a lot and learn. And, you know, I think this is good because there's a lot of people, a lot of guys and girls who have these same problems who are going about dating in the same way. And so we try to share this story when we can. And hopefully we'll be able to talk to some people on this podcast who maybe are kind of in the middle of like that single life of that need to kind of put into practice. Yes. And like Caleb said, we love to share this story just because we do tend to run into a lot of singles and a lot of singles have heard about how we met and how we've been married for almost five years now. And we have a lot of friends that reach out and they're like, okay, so this is what I'm going through with so-and-so. What would you do? Like, is it time for me to ask her out? Why are girls not into the nice guys? Like, I'm doing everything right. Like, I'm pursuing her and I'm calling her and I'm texting and I'm showing up with flowers. Why isn't she still... Why isn't she, like, showing me anything back? And And then there's there's all these girls who are like, why aren't these guys being more... 
assertive. Yeah. Why aren't they asking us out? Like there's all these great guys like at church or wherever. And why am I so single? Like I'm going to all these doing all these things. Yeah. And I feel like I started pursuing Christianity in 2011. I was a Christian before then, but really in 2011 came a point in my life that I had to just kind of ask God to take over. And I have to say that dating before that looked completely different for some reason than dating within a church. I hate to say it, but Sometimes I feel like guys that are within the church hesitate. Is that yeah. is that the right word to use? They're kind of slow to ask. There were some times, honestly, that I look back and I wonder, wow, was he kind of trying to hit on me? Was he trying to pursue something? And maybe I just thought they were being too friendly or maybe did I scare them off or were they scared? Yeah, Someone well, was weird. And, and the one, the biggest thing that the church is going to teach their, their young people is don't have sex. They're not going to really teach a lot. I mean, at least when we were younger, maybe they are nowadays but they weren't teaching on how to date, how to, you know, go from being single to being married. Like, what does that look like? It's just, no, don't have sex till you're married. Well, okay, but what about dating? What do we do? And just to clarify, we do back up the church. We believe that, you know, teaching about, hey, not having sex before marriage is the right way to go. However, we do believe that when it comes to dating, you have to take a step forward. You have to make just that initial contact and stop being scared to kind of ask the girl out. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't mean that you're going to marry that person that you're asking out, but you have to get out there first. Well, and we need to do some an episode or some episodes on this because we both had some advice that I think it would be very helpful for people if, if they want to start finding some people to go on dates with. I think this would be good advice for them. Yes. So just to like fast forward how we actually ended up together, we um we did eventually. Well, yeah, we should <laughs> say that we split up. <laughs> we did. We split up for like over a year. Um, in fact, we both dated other people. That's all I'm going to say about that. They were they were we never, all great people. <laughs> we never they were. We never saw ourselves getting back together. Yeah, we definitely just, not. Caleb and Jennifer were was over. Yes, like I remember just telling everyone like, oh my gosh, I don't want to <laughs> date that guy. He's trouble. <laughs> he did hurt my heart. Like, yeah, had some negative things. To I say. did. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I didn't have like I. How do I explain this? I didn't attack. Caleb's character, I did believe that he had wonderful qualities. Like I still thought he was a kind person and like had a good heart and a good Christian man. I just was very honest to anybody that asked me when it came to Caleb as a someone to date. I just kind of said, hey, this guy like led me on. He wasn't really gentle with my heart. Like I was being honest and he kind of played me a little bit. He played the friend card and well, at least I felt like once I had, oh my gosh, I'm getting emotional. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's just take a breath. I felt like there was a point in a relationship where I was like, hey, like, I really am committed to you. Like, let's, you know, let's see where this is going. And I just kind of felt like he put up a wall. And that was really, really hurtful. So I was always honest about that. I just didn't know that so many people are connected in our lives and that eventually Caleb would hear that. So sorry, babe. Love Hmm. you. Well, and it was tough because we do have a lot of the same people in our lives. And we we had the same friend group that we were both really close to. And so it really made it difficult. I think you more so stopped hanging out with that group of friends for that period of time oh, that we were separated. And it was so hard. It was hard because we never did define that relationship. So no one in our friend group knew that we were dating. People knew that we would flirt with each other, but they didn't know like when they're not at church, they spend quality time together. And yeah, we were everyday texting, calling, calling, talking, hanging out most days. I was going through some major medical issues and Caleb was my 
my support system at that time. He was walking through life with me. And so it was really oh, tough whenever. And we were going on dates. We yes. were kissing. We were holding hands. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, and we should we say. Yes, that's true. That is very true. Yes. And so whenever all of that stopped, it kind of felt like, oh, man, like there goes that person that's like really special to me. Like all of a sudden I couldn't call him anymore and I couldn't tell him like, oh, I just found out about this like you know can we pray together about this or talk yeah, about this it was a breakup it, yeah it, it was very much a breakup and it was tough because we would go back to that same friend group and it felt i had to see him and um and there were other girls there and he was he was very flirty back in the day so he was friendly with those girls and it was hard I for was, me i was really flirty it was really hard for me to sit there and and watch that happen and not be able to say like my gosh my heart hurts and i'm watching this happen and i had to kind of like swallow my pride and really go into prayer and say like you know god i am giving you this because I know that you do have my husband out there that I'm not going to shed another tear on Caleb. Like I, <laughs> I, I'm cute. Like I can meet someone else, but you need that time to heal. And it was just really tough while I was hanging out. So I ended up hanging out with some coworkers and it was actually, I needed that space. It was really great. Previously, I had mentioned that I was going through some medical, I had some medical issues back in 2011. So when Caleb came into my life, I was actually in the process of receiving dialysis three times a week, and I was in need of a kidney transplant. So I just happened to have posted something on Facebook, and that's how Caleb had reached out to me after we had met at this football game. So that's... Yeah, tell tell me more about that. Yeah, what's going on? Tell me about it. And that's how we started talking. But that was always kind of in the back of my mind, and we you know, did our dating time and then broke up and were apart for a year. Yes. Yeah, I started praying for Yennefer, for whoever was going, whoever she was going to receive a kidney from, I started praying for her to receive that kidney. I just started, you know, I don't know, praying for her as, as you would pray for a friend, just, oh, you know, God, Yennefer, she's your child. She's your daughter. Like you, you put these gifts and talents in her and you have, you have a purpose for her life and God, I know you're going to do great things to her and bring her to the person who's, she's going to receive a kidney from. And, you know, I just started praying for her like that and kind of talked to her just every now and then, Hey, how are you doing? And one day I just, I was been thinking about it and I just said, Hey, would you be okay if I got tested to see if I could donate my kidney? And she said, yeah, go ahead. But you just go through that process on your own. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that anybody who um, wanted to donate, honestly, if it would have been up to me, I wouldn't have wanted to know anything about the kidney donation process. So I had asked anyone that had reached out to me and said like, Hey, can I donate kidney? I just kind of told them, you know, do me a favor. If you want to donate, just go ahead and call the transplant clinic number. You don't even have to speak to me about it. Just direct speak to them. Just because I'm just going to put this out there, but... I had a lot of people um, reach out and say like, oh, I'm getting tested. And I mean, we had a lot of people say that just randomly. Like I remember throughout a week, I had like 20 people message me and say, hey, I'm calling the hospital right now. I'm going to talk to them and tell me all these things that they wanted to do. And whenever you're in that desperate mode of, you know, like you're trying to get a transplant because you're trying to survive, you're trying to live, you kind of like cling onto that. (laughs) So when they're telling you like, hey, I'm going to get tested, you start kind of clinging to that like, oh, please, like. You hope. Yeah, and... it's like I hope this works out. And um, but then I would call the transplant center and they would say, Oh, sorry, and like we've had like maybe 
two callers, but my Facebook messages was blowing up with people saying, I called and I'm going to call. And so whenever Caleb did that, I just politely told him, hey, um, thank you so much for asking. Do you mind just contacting the transplant clinic directly? And let's just be friends. We can talk about our lives and you do what you've got to do on the kidney side. And that was it. Yeah. So I did. I contacted the hospital and started going through the process, but turns out I was not a compatible donor. Yes. Yeah, so the joke that we said back then, or at least that I used <laughs> to use was I didn't need no blood exam to tell me that I was incompatible with Caleb. It was like <laughs> it was pretty petty and it's okay if you laugh about it but I would always say like I didn't need that exam to tell me I'm not compatible with Caleb. I already knew and just really sassy and feisty but yeah. that's me. As I went through the process of just praying for Yin every day, it really opened up my heart. And I just started to see Yin as a person. And I stopped thinking about her as like an option of, hey, is this does this person fit into the mold that I picture of my future wife and the things that I I want instead of trying to measure her up to an imaginary person, I just looked at her for who she was and the in the in the gifts and talents that God put inside of her and just thought, wow, this girl is just amazing. And funny enough, I actually was doing the same thing, probably for different reasons. I still felt kind of awkward walking into our um, our church group and hanging out with him. And, you know, I had girls who would ask about dating him and it just became really tough. So I just started praying about it. And I was like, Heavenly Father, like, help me help me figure out how I'm supposed to like see this guy. Please help me figure out what words I should use around him. I don't ever want to come across as unkind or bitter or anything like that because I'm not those things. And so I just remember like feeling like I just needed to pray for him and I needed to pray for his talents and his gifts to be used. And he is very talented. He's artistically very talented. And I remember just being like, I'm going to support him in these projects that he's doing and, and just make sure that to speak extra kind words over him, even if at the moment I was hurting and I didn't want to exactly do that. Like, if I have to be honest, I didn't want to be his biggest cheerleader, but I chose to be his biggest cheerleader. And before I knew it, it actually became like a real thing. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm back to being like, you know, just an awesome friend. Yeah. So I was just praying over you as well. And I said, I said, okay, you know, I'm ready for us to be boyfriend and girlfriend now. But (laughs) I had dated a guy right before Caleb. He was sweet and he was kind. Um, He was always there for me. Such a good friend. Friend. And it was a hard breakup for me as well, because I knew that our lives are going to go in different directions. And once you like feel that in your spirit, it's kind of hard to keep a relationship going. So unfortunately, that happens with him. But he did teach me a valuable lesson about dating. So Caleb starts rolling around, right? And he's talking really sweet. He would show up all dressed up and ready with an adventure of like, hey, do you want to go here? Like, I'll take you there. And being fun and loving Caleb. But in the back of my mind, I was like, what? Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think you are? Like pulling up in my driveway. I don't think so. Like we've done this before. I've been hurt. I have been with someone who cared and valued me. Like I am not going to go back to someone who does not care and value me. I'm just not doing that again. But Caleb was determined and he kept like asking me out. I think it was about a month <laughs> 
Yeah. Of him well, driving. so what happened was, was the first time I said, hey. Hey. <laughs> like, let's date. Do you want to be my girlfriend? And she I was. I said, no. She was like, no. No, what, thank you. After what you did to me. Boy, do you think I'm dumb? I'm been there. I've done that. I She's don't like, think so. You need to prove yourself. Like, I need to know that you're not just going to turn around and. Use me and then dump me. <laughs> just kidding. I, was, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> back i wish i had <laughs> but yeah she wanted, she wanted to know that it was real and so yeah i stuck around for a month and kept chasing her like every month like every month every day he would drive from where he was living all the way to my hometown and he would like show up and he's like okay do you want to be my girlfriend i was like nope not today and he would do that every single day and i was being serious i really didn't want to date him i like i said i had dated someone who definitely treated me amazingly and I was like no like I'm sorry like I want to be taken seriously like I want someone who pursues me who says again like you are who I want to date I value you for who you are and I just didn't feel like that was Caleb and so I kept saying no and then about two weeks in I started to soften up and I honestly don't know why because I went into it being like we are never gonna date again like I'll be his friend I will cheer him on but I'm not gonna date this dude like it's not gonna happen but i did i softened up and all of a sudden i was like oh he is talented and he is super sweet and he has been my friend through a lot of events and i always knew that i can count on him and that i could call you and talk to you about things and and you were very sweet and kind so that's kind of what happened yeah so she gave me a second chance and but i did tell him i said <laughs> listen you messed this up and you will never ever be able to show your face in this town again but yeah, we, we didn't know where the relationship was going to go. So we just said, hey, we enjoy each other's company. We like each other. Let's start dating and just take it day by day. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And two, sure. two years later, we got married. Yes, we did. But anyway, so this podcast is really to talk about stuff like that about life. And that's how Caleb and I ended up meeting and becoming a thing. Like I said, we both have made terrible mistakes when it comes to dating, but we learned some really valuable ones. There's some of those tough experiences. And we want to sit here and we want to talk to you, start a conversation about what it looks like to date. Don't cut us off just yet. There's going to be a lot of fun stuff on future episodes. If you listen to this at all, contact us. Let us know. Let us know if you liked it or not. And if you want to be on this podcast, then yes. let us know because we would love to interview you, talk to you, talk about your story, or just uh, have some fun answering some yes. uh, fun questions with you, playing some fun we games could, with you. We could even talk about... Hey, some of the worst like dating experiences you've had. I mean, obviously, Caleb and I had a couple with each other. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we could talk about different things, but we're so excited to be doing life with you. Ultimately, this is all about community. You know, just give us a listen. <laughs> How do you wrap up a podcast? Uh, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> is that really how we're going to wrap up? How do you say bye in this thing? Um, I guess you could insert music here. <laughs>